Hey, welcome to the Life and Mission Podcast. I'm Kay Helm, and today is about what you should be sending your donors right now, from now to the end of the year. Yeah, that's right. It's time for end of year fundraising. And at this time of year, it can be tempting to think that everyone's too busy, that people are overcommitted, or you might be tuned into the news and you're worried about the economy or world events and you're thinking, well, people just aren't going to, they aren't going to be ready to give. Well, it's going to be a bad year or, oh my goodness, we've asked so so much during the year that that I'm sure our donors have donor fatigue. Just stop right there. Donor fatigue is a myth. So this last two months of the year, and especially the time between Thanksgiving and the end of the year, is by far the biggest giving season. You don't want to miss this. Your people expect you to ask. And here's the thing. If you don't ask, it's highly likely that they're going to assume that you don't need their money because you didn't ask. Because everybody who is fundraising is asking. So you need, do need to be in the mix. Organizations that believe that myth of the donor fatigue pull back on their fundraising efforts. And what happens? Then it becomes like a, it, it, it's weird because it seems like it affirms that people are tired. Well, we didn't raise as much this year. We, nobody gave much at end of year, so they must have been tired. Well, did you ask? Because if we don't ask, then we don't get anything. <laughs> Nonprofits that stop asking for what they need will naturally receive less. The others, well, they go on merrily raising their funds. And, you know, a lot of them are going to have a really good year this year. So here are four reasons that donors might give less. Number one, their financial situation changed. Are there problems in the world today? Yes. There will be people who want to give who are not in a position to give, and that's okay. Number two, another reason that your donors may give less, you aren't asking or you aren't asking enough. Number three, you don't have a compelling offer. You're not inspiring them to give. You're not speaking to them in a way that makes them want to give. And number four, you aren't telling your donors how their giving has made a difference through the year. Have you been telling stories this year? Have you been reporting back to donors this year? If not, the end of the year does feel like you're bothering people because you only show up to ask. And that's why it feels awkward. This is why I talk so much about storytelling. We have to tell the stories all through the year. We've got to tell donors, especially how their giving has made a difference. When we do that, the ask does not feel like bothering people. It's more like, hey, let's go do more of that cool stuff, right? We did cool stuff this year. You did great things, donor. You did wonderful things this year. Let me tell you about the things you did this year. Look at the things you've done in the past. Hey, let's celebrate. Let's celebrate all year long. Hey, now it's time. You know what? You have another great chance to give. Let's see what we can do with this, right? So if you'll notice in those four reasons for people not giving as much, three of them have to do with us. 
Are we communicating? The good news about that is we can fix it. So I'm going to give you a few things you can do. These are things that you need to send uh, to your donors between now, yes, now, (laughs) and December 31st. I don't care if you're listening to this in January. Yes, between now and December 31st, do these things. (laughs) Share impact stories. That's what I just talked about. Let people know, hey, you gave and this happened. This good thing happened because you were generous, because we know you care and we care. And together, this is, this is the stuff that's getting done. Thank God for you. Yes. And celebrate. So impact stories. Reports. Okay. Important thing to remember about reports is don't put your report in your ask. Like don't, like your reports, make them separate from the the other letter that, that says, hey, we're really excited. Here's our vision. Here's the goals. Here's what we're trying to accomplish. Here's what it's going to cost. And here's what we need from you. That's an appeal letter. Okay. But don't put your report in the same thing. Like keep your stats and things like that separate because that affects the way our brain works anyway. So don't mix stats in an ask. So send you can send reports, but send them earlier. Like send stories, then reports, then send an appeal letter. All right. Make sure you are hitting your Thanksgiving and Christmas greetings. You don't have to be over the top with it, but it's nice to send something, right? That can be a physical card. That can be an email. We do an email every year. And frankly, it's the same email. I changed the image. It's the, the text. We use um, a particular uh, piece of scripture and a message. And we just change the picture out every year for Thanksgiving and for Christmas. And it's really easy. So just, it's not hard to do these things. So these are no reason not to do them. <laughs> and then other things, you know, hopefully you have good relationships with your uh, donors. And, you know, some of you have really close personal ties with your donors outside of the whole organization and fundraising kind of thing. And so, yeah, do life with people. But also reach out, and especially to um, your volunteers and your major donors, um, and and make sure you're sending individual messages, right? Hey, really, I really appreciate you. I really appreciate you as a person, as a friend, as somebody who's walking this road with me. Whatever, whatever's appropriate for the relationship, you want to do that, and you want to do that with whatever channel is appropriate for that relationship, right? Like, don't make that a formal thing. If you DM them all the time on social media, do it. Just, uh, hey, I'm thinking about you today. Hey, how, how are your Christmas? What are you doing for Christmas? And then just listen. Just position yourself to just, you are a friend and listen, like be a friend and listen. <laughs> it's, it's not as a fundraising technique, but just don't forget to do those human things, right? Because we, we do get busy, So, and then in the last three days of the year, send several short emails to remind people of the goals that like the appeal that you made, like don't send out the appeal and then just ghost people give you use those emails to update people. Hey, you know, we were trying to raise $20,000 and I want to let you know, we are celebrating because we got 15,000 of that has come in. We have three more days left to raise the rest of this. Are you in, are you going to, are you going to, um, give and be a part of that. Help us meet our goal. We're, we're this close. Next day, hey, another 2000 came in. We're only $3,000 short. There are people that would love to be like the one that pushes you past the finish line. So um, don't, I want you to flip the script on your thinking. Don't think, oh, gee, I'm bothering people. 
because they're in, if their inbox is full and they don't have time for email, they're just not going to read it. No worries. They expect to get messages from you. <laughs> so send it. If they're paying attention and they're like waiting for their chance, like they're like, all right, let me see. I've already decided to give. Let me see how much they need. If you've got major donors who have said, let me know what you need, call them before the appeal letter goes out and say, hey, you know, back in you know May when we met, you said this, and I just want to let you know I'm sending a letter out with all the details and um, just wanted to let you know that that's coming. Oh, great. And then listen to what they say. <laughs> listen to what they're saying. A lot of people find out towards the end of the year, even the last week of the year, what they need to give away. And, uh, you know, for tax reasons. And they, they literally, their, their tax person will say, you need to give away this much money, all right? So don't wait until that last week to talk to them. You should be talking to them all year. You should build relationships with people, understand how they give. During the year, make sure your communications match up with the fact that you do need to raise money. <laughs> so we want to do that. And you want to help them kind of keep score on where you are. And uh, people love you. They want to support you. So, so don't think of it as bothering people. Think of it as helping people do something they want to do, because that's the truth. All right? So this is just a taste of what I'm teaching in the Mission Writers course. And I have two versions of it now. And I'm getting ready to go out of the country for a project right now. And I'll be back in a week. And um, then I'm going to launch this special offer for Mission Writers. And I'm going to have two two ways that you can be in. You can take the course and do it at your own own pace, or you can get the course and group coaching with me twice a month and a few other bonus things. So stay tuned. Keep telling great stories. This is the Life and Mission Podcast. My name is Kay Helm. Hey, find your voice, tell your story, change the world. Hey, it's Kay here. There's one big truth about fundraising that people do not tell you when you start out. And that is, if you struggle to tell stories, you will struggle to raise funds. But what kinds of stories do you tell? How do you tell them? Where do you find them? How do you put them together? And how do you do all that while you're running your ministry, while you're doing all the work and all the things that you have to do? It does not have to be overwhelming. This is my good news. And also, I want you to hear this. Fundraising is not just about asking for money. Raising funds for your mission does not have to feel icky. Fundraising is really about relationships. It's about sharing stories with friends. And it's about being very clear about what it takes to accomplish great things together. I created the Mission Writers course to help you tell better stories, to know what stories to tell, when to tell them, how to tell them, where to find your stories. So go over to missionwriters.org. That's mission writers, like you're writing. Missionwriters.org has all the details on the course and on the group coaching program. So you have two options. And if you love a missionary or a nonprofit leader who needs this course, 
gift certificates are available. So check it out at missionwriters.org and let's make 2024 your best year ever. 